0: hello 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 thank you everybody for joining us on the podcast thank you for joining us on new oils podcast where we are loving on ourselves by healing and today we have plans to go into this new year effective intentional and breaking off those things that no longer serve us stay tuned Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for coming back today. I have a special guest. I have our coach here, Dawn, who is a Christian healing coach, a business coach. She is um, here to bring you to uh, that place in your life where you realize that you're stumbling. You realize that there's some things that are hurting you. There are some things that you need to address and touch in and do that with God. Um, A lot of times we're going to worldly coaches and they're not really touching the places or getting us the healing that we need. But today we're coming in and we're affirming and we're confessing those things that are holding us back and we're doing it God's way. And so I'd like to introduce you to this christian coach dawn and if she'd like to introduce herself so she can tell you more about herself hello dawn how are you today
1: hello um i'm dawn um can never pronounce your name right so i'll just call you coach brown
0: that's right uh, that's that's <laughs> me um,
1: i am a christian women's life coach um, working with um, Christians who have experienced trauma, um, childhood trauma, teenage trauma, sexual mm, trauma, oh, wow. um, and I was asked by Coach Brown to come and speak to you today, yes. so I'm really excited. Yes,
0: how you. lovely, how yeah. lovely. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that you dived in so deep, wow. uh, You just said um, sexual abuse and teenage abuse, my God. I mean, I'm just meeting so many great people this year, and you're one of those people that I've met that I wish I would have met when I was younger. I needed you when I was 15. (laughs) You know, Um, but the the, the topic today is soul ties which a lot of people uh, don't know about. Um, Some people do know and they're running from it. Some people have soul ties and they're okay with it. You know, Um, they don't see the negative side of it or what's wrong with it. So in your own words, what would you say, uh, diving right in, what would you say a soul tie is?
1: A soul tie for me is a spiritual connection between two people, Mm -hmm. Um, in many cases it's through the existence of um, physical intimacy with someone, um, but it can also be a spiritual emotional relationship with someone that's had a long-term influence Mm. in your life, um, both good and bad. I learned about soul ties by breaking, uh, um, bounds, the connections that were made through my abuser, Mm. um, and (laughs) yeah, it's like,
0: so you're, you're, you're tapping in, you're not tapping into a space that you haven't been in, you're tapping into a space that you've gone through, and that's where your passion is coming from. Yes, I see, I see, that's beautiful. Um, sometimes uh, coaches or consultants or business people they jump on a bandwagon of what is um, what's current or what's the wave or they jump in this lane that they've never even experienced because they feel like oh well I'm gonna make money off of it or this is what everyone else is doing and you know a, a lot of people go unhealed that way because they're Hiring coaches that have never been there before, and they're really hiring them because of the numbers. You know, they have all these followers online. They um, they have all these clients, and they see all these referrals where the clients say things have worked. But um, some of those clients are giving referrals, but they're not healed. And so um, today, the main—I know the main purpose of today is the, the Holy Spirit wants people to be able to reach out to people who are really going to get them that healing. People that are passionate about this because they've gone through it themselves. They're passionate about it because they want to be for you, the person that they needed when they were in that uh, relationship or that situation. You know, and that is the heart that you're searching for when you're looking for a coach. Um So that leads me to my next question. What are the effects of a soul tie? Good or bad? What are the effects of a soul tie? Um,
1: Okay. Nice question. (laughs) Um, The effects of a soul tie are usually the same effects that you'd experience when an intense relationship is broken down. Mm. Yeah. Constantly thinking about that person, or you dream about that person, or mm. you wake up thinking about that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can these feelings um, that come up um, can impact your current and future relationships. Wow. Um, and for me, it manifested in um, sexual addiction
0: shame and resentment wow. before i became christian wow my god wow 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 Whoo! my goodness today you coming with a little heat this morning <laughs> all right all right all right if you were looking for a little dr seuss this morning you are not gonna get it in miss dawn miss dawn is coming at you today with some fire some passion she is giving it straight to you with her story, and I love it. I am here for it today. So, you're saying that um, all these all these uh, side effects from soul ties to sexual addiction to um, just to going into the next relationship and still being hurt and dreaming about that person and thinking constantly thinking about that person are these uh, side effects to that? Um, for myself, a side effect for me was. Fear, like a big, big like crippling fear, like um success stopping fear. Uh I was so fearful, I was afraid of the person's voice. If I heard the voice it was crippling to me. Uh maybe want to crawl under a table if I heard that person's voice. It was it was oh my goodness, the soul time for me was it was really bad and fear settled in and it stopped stifled and stopped a lot of things in my life. Um, and I didn't know that that was spiritual. It felt like I was just being a scaredy cat, but it was a lot deeper than that, you know? Um, and so I want to touch on a person going into these different side effects. Um, before I get to the next question, and what could a person do to um, not to break it, not to uh, run from it, but what can a person do to face this soul tie? Acknowledging it, basically mm-hmm. acknowledging that
1: it's a tie, um, it's a connection to that person or that situation, and. Mm-hmm. Um, And going to God prayerfully about Mm -hmm. it and asking him, is this a tie, a problem, Mm -hmm. and does it need to be broken?
0: That's good. That's good. Yep. Go to the Holy Spirit and ask him, what is this? You know, what is this thing that I'm feeling? What is this thing that keeps reoccurring? What is this thing that keeps stifling me and stopping me and making me so fearful or making me... um, Jump into these habits of things, you know, because pe- everyone's vice is different as far as habits. You may go into a sexual addiction. You may go into drugs or drinking, you know. Uh, why is this thing pulling me to these habits? And, you know, what is it I could do about it? And I, I believe the first thing to do uh, before trying to break it or get rid of it is to actually face it you know, and we have questions that we've written down today and that wasn't one of the questions and there might be another thing that comes up that's not a question, (laughs) but I'm just hearing what the Holy Spirit is saying now, what's on his heart and what he wants people to um, get in a certain order so that they know the order of the development of the thing happening, addressing it, and then getting to Uh, breaking the actual soul tie i think that that's a um a middle ground for a lot of people before breaking it is actually addressing it actually knowing that it is an issue it is something i do need to go about to god about and i think the main objective to going to god about it is that it's a spiritual situation and you shouldn't attack it in a natural or carnal way because it's not a natural or carnal situation a lot of times we have these spiritual situations and we're uh, attacking them with worldly things, with worldly answers, and it doesn't get answered because you're not going after it in a spiritual way. There are things that happen in the heavenlies, in the spiritual first, before they even get to the natural. And so we need those spiritual tools from spiritual Christian coaches who can tell us how to develop mentally. Uh, step by step, attack these situations that are attacking us, and they start in the spiritual, and that 's how they are essentially uh addressed and attacked because the word says that our our um, the things that attack us are are not carnal they are not flesh and blood, you know they are spiritual things in the heavenlies that is what is really attacking us, and so it's important to Know what's attacking you, where it's attacking you from, and how you should go about combating it. And a lot of times that is not uh in a physical realm, that is not a carnal thing. And so I, I'm glad that you said that to so go to the Holy Spirit about that, you know, and ask him, is this a soul tie? You know, what is this? That's that's awesome. And so my next question would be: what are a few ways that you could break these soul ties?
1: We've already touched on the first thing, which is acknowledging that there is a connection between, Mm -hmm. say, your ex-partner and yourself, even though you've broken up. -hmm. They'll have those feelings, those desires. Um, So, um, yeah, it's then deciding that you want to do something about those mm-hmm. feelings, that mm-hmm. you are ready to let go of that relationship or that situation. Right. Um, yeah. Um, so another no, no, little touchy subject here for you is forgiveness. Wow. Forgiveness. Ooh,
0: didn't um, expect um, you to go there. Didn't expect <laughs> you to go there.
1: I didn't expect me to That's go That's a there. big one. I'm like, oh, that Ooh. is big. Um Often the most um, difficult step to take. In um, some cases, hmm. it might be because you feel it is that.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry,
1: apology. It's okay. My notes are scrawly. It's
0: okay. It's alright. I love
1: notes. <laughs> I
0: love notes. Uh, and so, so when we're forgiving people. Um, that's not an easy thing, you know? You, you a, a lot of people don't realize that you have to live with forgiveness. You know, a lot of people have this uh, term they go to, I don't know how I'm going to find it in my heart to forgive them. A lot, I hear a lot of people saying that. You shouldn't have to find the forgiveness. This is key. It should already be there because you live with forgiveness. I had to find that out a long time ago. I had to drop off unforgiveness and I had to pick up God's kind of forgiveness because my forgiveness wouldn't get me across the street. <laughs> I had to pick up the kind of forgiveness that God gives his people so that I could see them the way he sees them, you know, so that I could live and that could be actual an actual piece of my heart so that I didn't have to try and develop forgiveness. When a situation happened, I was already ready for it, you know.
1: Yeah. Um, whatever the case, forgiveness involves identifying any outstanding mental debts which may keep the tie alive, mm. and releasing them. Um, this might mean you need to forgive yourself.
0: Wow. Um Yeah.
1: Forgive yourself, forgive yourself for making past decisions. Mm. Um,
0: That's huge, though. That's huge. That's... That's... Oh, my goodness. That's huge because we want to blame somebody so quickly when we've been hurt. But you're saying, no. Take accountability for whatever part you played, whatever you agreed to, whatever you said yes to, or you okayed, whatever red flags you saw and you kept ignoring take accountability. And that is huge, ladies and gentlemen. And I will tell you why it's huge. Because it hurts. It's fearful. It's scary. It's not the answer that everyone else will give you. But it is key because when you start to uh, look at you and the part that you played and you take accountability, that is when you take your power back. That is right where you take your power back when you say, I'm going to hold me accountable because if I keep trying to hold you accountable, if I keep trying to look for an apology from you, if I keep trying to look for uh, you to soothe me or you to get me out of this situation, the power is in your hands to get me out of this. But a way to get yourself out of something, a way to gain your power back is to say, I'm going to take accountability for this, for whatever I played in the situation. That way, I can heal. That way, I can strengthen my relationship with the Holy Spirit because now He's seeing that I want to take a step forward. He's seeing that I want my power back. He's seeing that I'm not trying to point all these fingers at everyone else when I got three other fingers pointing back at me while I'm trying to blame somebody else. You know, and that I, I learned that that really that accountability thing is, is, is fire. It fire When you take accountability and you say, I'm not going to put the power in your hands anymore. And I think that's one of the problems of a soul tie is putting so much power and putting a person on a platform that they didn't uh, deserve, that they didn't, um, what's the words I'm looking for? They didn't, uh, they didn't do the necessary work to be able to be given that platform. They didn't earn it. That's the word I'm looking for. They didn't earn the platform that you've given them. And so now it's time to take that platform back. And I believe one of the tools of taking it back is to absolutely take accountability. That is beautiful. Yeah. 100% agree with that. 100% agree. I I feel like another way... Um, to, uh, besides forgiveness, forgiving yourself, forgiving the other person, taking accountability. These are all huge tools, by the way. Um, these are tools that people pay thousands of dollars to get and we're just giving the game to you for free. Um, and because that's where our heart is. That's where our passion is. That's what God, what God is leading us to do for such a time as this. Why go into the new year with old things still on you? Why go into the new year with uh, all these soul ties and all these old people that don't serve you anymore? Why not break the chains, break the binds, break the soul ties, let all these old people go that have been hanging around for way too long? They've been getting milk from the cow for too long. Stop, stop. (laughs) Okay, make them go to the market and pay for the milk. Stop letting these people milk you and get the milk from the cow for free. We're, we're we're not doing that anymore. Not in 2023. Let's be liberated. Let's stand up and be strong. Let's stand up and realize who we are, whose we are, and that we've been given a strength like no other. And we're willing to take that strength not only for ourselves, but to hand it to the next woman so that she can rise up, she can stand up. And she can learn to let go. She can realize what she needs to let go. Because a lot of, like I said before, a lot of people don't even realize that it's a soul tie, you know. And so here are the signs being given to you by Coach Dawn, who has gone through these things herself, you know. Um, If you had a client coach in front of you right now and, um She said, you know, I'm having all these issues in my relationship and I just don't know what it is and what's going on. And, um, you know, I'm getting hit from left to right and I'm just not being able to stand up in my relationship or or the things that I'm going through. And um, I need your help. I need your help. Coach Dawn, what would you say to that woman?
1: you're asking me now (laughs) Um, I'd I'd say that God only wants the best for her and let's dig deeper into why you might be feeling that way Mm -hmm. all the connections previous to the relationship she's in now that are causing conflicts Mm
0: -hmm. in
1: the relationship that she is in
0: yeah
1: but um for me it was I got married 18 months after I became a Christian wow. I had not done soul time work I had so many men attached to my body wow. and it was causing a problem because I knew what I thought I wanted mm. and I resented my husband for not being able to satisfy me and wow. um, so then, I had I had to go and do the soul tie work to break all those connections that I had made before mm. becoming a Christian, before realising that God wanted sex to be pure, to be godly, to be within a marriage. Mm. Wow. Um, yeah, and it's those over over connections that I had that were on consensual connections mm. as well um i had to break those i had to forgive myself for yeah. putting myself in situations yeah. i had to forgive them for doing what they did to me
0: mhm wow. and
1: that that is hard it's yeah. really hard it's taken me 10 plus years wow. to even say right god i'm done wow, wow. i'm done mm. I am fed up of carrying this package around. I'm fed up of pulling it at your cross and picking it back
0: up again. Take it. Wow. Okay. Whew, my God, today. Take it. So that's it. beautiful. You would tell the client, look back at the other relationships and let's dig deeper and you know uh give it to god and and leave it there because sometimes we we put things at god's feet and we think about it and we go back and try to pick it up again and god is like no daughter no son you got to leave that here you got to check that in at the door you know
1: you've got you've got to catch yourself if you wake up and you go oh i had to dream about a boyfriend from 10 years ago you've got to leave it you've got to give it back to god and say with done here, mm-hmm. this is dumbness, tie is broken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I believe that um, with these uh, habits and with these soul ties, there are other spirits that come in, you know? There's the incubus and succubus that comes in, you know? And there are spirit husbands that come in and where you're dreaming and, and having intercourse in your dreams, and that's never a good thing. That is always an unclean, ungodly thing. If you're ever having a dream and there's intercourse in the dream, or you're eating in the dream, or you're in water in the dream, those are t- tell all tell signs that you have soul ties and that things are demonically attacking your dreams because of the soul ties and because of sometimes it's intercourse that's uh at a wedlock, you know, uh that these things happen. So it opens you up into a whole different spiritual realm even in the dream world. Um, where you're being attacked, you're being molested in the dream world because of the soul ties. And so that leads me to our last question, and that is, why would you want to, t- to break a soul tie? Uh, um, for, for the good of your health, really, and the good yeah.
1: of future relationships, mm-hmm. and for the good of your relationship with both, too. God wants us to be pure. He wants us to um, be clean. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favourite um, passages of the Bible at the moment is Psalms 23 verse 3, which says, um, "He refreshes my soul and mm. He guides along the right path." Yes. He wants He wants the best for us. He can use us. Yeah. When we are when we are on the path of healing.
0: Mm. My God, that's good. That's good. So we should want to break these soul ties because we want to be whole. We want to be healed, ladies and gentlemen. She's saying, break the soul ties because you want to have a better relationship with God and you want to have a better relationship naturally with the people you're connected with. That is that's that's heavy. That's a lot of gems. That is so much good information. Um, when it comes
1: There's one there's, there's one more tool I want to give you as yes. well Objects Photos mm-hmm. Gifts Get them out
0: of there Uh oh uh oh uh oh Get Uh oh
1: it it destroyed me because I'd had some really long term relationships and I thought I am throwing three and a half years of my life away Mm. And God's going. No, you will remember those good things. You will remember going the way. You just won't remember. You just won't have that attachment, spiritual, that spiritual connection mm-hmm, anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't need that photo of that guy that you were dating no. three years ago.
0: Mm. You me- don't
1: need. You don't need that heart-shaped pillow. <laughs> Booking, booking you every night when you get into
0: your bed. Oh my god, today, grow up. <laughs> no, they don't. Grow up and get rid of the pillow. <laughs> oh my goodness, Miss Dawn. It's been a, what an interview this one. Get rid of the objects. Get rid of the pictures. Get rid of the pillows. You don't and need them. They are,
1: they are official reminder. Mm. And it keeps the tie alive wow. it
0: keeps the soul tie alive mm, mm, mm. that's good that's rich that is very true that is very very true i had a friend who her ex-husband sent her some pictures of him and i was like uh it's a little weird yeah that 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 that's definitely not one plus one i don't know what it adds up to but it doesn't add up it's not mass and the mass ain't massing with that one You need to get rid of those pictures. And so that is very key, very true. I've actually seen that uh, in someone else's life where they had pictures of an old relationship that they knew was wrong. They knew the soul tie needed to be broken and that that person was no good for them in the natural or in the spiritual. Either way. But, yeah, physical objects do obtain um, certain energies and certain spirits and certain things that no longer serve you and you don't need to have anymore you know that is very vital and very true and i'm so glad that you said that because uh a lot of people have those photo albums that they take out every year you know around the holidays you know and they crack them open and they look at the old times and they reminisce and you know i believe you're saying god is saying you'll have the mental memory of the good times whenever you need to look back or want to look back But those physical things, get rid of them. They're not actual memorabilia. They're weights. And they're weights that you want to let off because they're weights that are heavy and they're holding you down. So get rid of those weights that are not just objects. They're things holding you back. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Um, And so uh, a small recap is um, what is a soul tie? Right? We've covered that. Um, where What are the effects of a soul tie? Um, we've covered what are a few ways you can break soul ties. We've covered why you should. We've covered um, the order in which you can go about it. Going to God first and asking him, is this a soul tie? Um, we've covered the objects you need to let go. And the meat of it, the the... The flesh of this interview was to forgive yourself and to take accountability. I think those were the main keys that anyone should really take away. Everything else was rich, it was good. It's all needed, we need it all. But I think the meat, the main stake of the, the, the uh, conversation was to forgive yourself and hold yourself accountable. And that is what brings your, your power back. And then once you're getting your power back, then once you go to God, then you're on the right road to uh, actually breaking the soul tie and doing the work. Then you reach out to a Dawn. You reach out to a Christian coach who can take you through the steps of actually breaking it off. Okay, Coach Dawn has been there herself. She's going through a 10-year bit of breaking it down, it's finding out what works and what doesn't work. She has the formula for you. She's she's laid out the blueprint of how to get to the soul tie, break the soul tie, and to get rid of it for good. Okay, so this would be the point where you would hire someone like Coach Dawn to come in and to break those soul ties down. A lot of times, I'm seeing this a lot on the internet, and it's really bothering my heart. A lot of people are posting and saying That they can heal themselves, and I'm like, no, it does not work that way at all. You are really fooling yourself. I'm sorry if you don't hire Coach Dawn or you don't hire me, that's fine. Whoever you do, whoever you do, uh, come encounter with, or whoever God sends to you, because the person needs to be called to your life by God. For you to do anything, um, it can be your pastor, it can be your mentor, it could be you know someone that you look up to from your church that's older you that's been there, whoever it is. do not sit by yourself in solitude and feel like you can heal on your own because you can't. It doesn't work that way. It does not work that way. There are, there are spaces where you will not take accountability because it hurts too much. There are wounds that you will not be able to clear and clean because you can't even see the wounds. Having that coach attached to you spiritually is someone who sees the wounds. And not only do they see them, they see the root of the wounds because that's how you get rid of it. They see the wound, they see the root, and the Holy Spirit comes to them and gives them the formula for what they need to break off of you what that thing is. The word does not tell you to go to church to clap your hands and dance and praise. It's one of the reasons why we go to church is accountability. To lift up your brother and your sister. To hold their hands up when they can't hold their hands up. And that is the main point of a coach, is to hold your hands up when you're restless and you're tired and you've given up and you can't hold your hands up anymore. The main point of a coach is to find those things, fine tune those things in you that you haven't even addressed, that you're not even looking at. He got knocked out but we're going to pull up in here. And so we end this with a prayer. I want to pray for those who are um, being introduced to soul ties. I want to pray for those who are in the middle of getting rid of that soul tie. I want to pray for those who are trying to break something that they know doesn't feel right. It doesn't seem right. It doesn't smell right. It doesn't look right. But they can't quite put their finger on how to go about it, how to jump into this thing called the soul tie. And so, Heavenly Father, we come to you um, as we only graciously know how. And we pray in your heavenly name, Father God, uh, Yeshua, Hamashiach, that you touch the hearts and the minds of those listening in. Touch the souls and the spirits of those who need your leadership and your guidance on today on how to break a soul tie and how to even address that there is a soul tie. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for opening the eyes spiritually and physically of everyone listening in today that is needing tools, that is needing the information that is being given today. And we thank you, Father God, for touching their hearts. We thank you for opening their eyes. We thank you for what you're going to do in their lives to change, to break the chains, to let them let them let go of what is no longer serving them and who is no longer serving them. We thank you, Father God, for such a time as this where we can let go of the old things as we are going and breaking into the new year. We thank you, Father God, for having success. We thank you, Father God, for having provision, for forward movement, for having the correct relationships that we should be attached to. And we thank you, Father God, for being able to forgive ourselves. So forgive ourselves and to actually take accountability in this situation. Wherever we went wrong, wherever we said yes to, or whoever we said yes to, we thank you, Father God, for showing us our wrongs so we can right them. We thank you, Father God, for showing us who you're leading us to and who you want us to separate from so that we can have a better relationship with you. So that we can have a better relationship with ourselves. Because healing is all about finding out who we truly are, what our purpose truly is, and how we are going to be impactful to others. And that starts with breaking the soul ties. That starts with forgiving ourselves and healing that starts with forgiving others and taking our power back by taking accountability so that we can move forward in the things of god so that we can be strengthened and that we can wholeheartedly and thoroughly do the things that you put our hands to we thank you father god for this time we thank you for the tools you've given us we thank you for the people that you just introduced us to we thank you for coach dawn We thank you for expounding her business. We thank you for strengthening her wherever she's weak. We thank you, Father God, for standing her up strong and making her into the powerful coach that she is today so that she can help others. I thank you, Father God, that her business is going to excel. Her business is going to catapult it's going to break the chains of the people that are walking around wounded and unhealed i thank you father god that coach dawn is going to be the key that people need to open those doors i thank you father god that she's going to be the missing piece of that puzzle that people need to put it all together so that they can change their lives and have more direction and have healing in their life i thank you father god for the direction of the relationship that we're going to go in together with myself and Coach Don. I thank you, Father God, for allowing us to team up so that we can give your sons and your daughters out there today the guidance and the leadership that they need so that they can heal and be whole and have better relationships with their families and their friends and their sons and their daughters. And in you, Father God, and I pray this prayer in your mighty name, Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen. And we thank you everybody for joining us. God bless you because you could have been anywhere else but you've joined us. Happy holidays and we will see you next time.